In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Actually, as deacons, it is very important to understand the liturgy. And uh, in understanding the liturgy, I want you to compare between three things the sacrifices, the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the liturgy itself. When you compare between these three things, you will understand the depth of the divine liturgy. And sacrifices are mentioned in Leviticus, in the book of Leviticus, uh, start uh, from chapter 1. And we call them five, but more accurately, they are four sacrifices and one offering. The four sacrifices, burned, offering or sacrifice. The word sacrifice in the Old Testament means shedding of blood. So the burned offering, the peace offering, the trespass offering, the sin offering. And then the offering of flower. Flower, there is no shed of blood. So the total are five. And why they are five? Because one sacrifice is not enough to explain the depth of the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. So the five cover five different aspects from the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to differentiate between three words. Three words. Sacrifice, oblation, and offering. Uh, Offering uh, is a very broader name. Very broad name. For example, Offering can be used in the worship or can be used outside the worship. For example, I can offer candles to the church. It's used in the worship. I can use, uh, I can offer wine. It can use, to be used in the worship. But also I can offer a bus to the church. A bus will not used in worship. So bus, we call it offering. I don't call it sacrifice. I don't call it uh, oblation. Oblation, uh, in, in Arabic, which is taken from Syriac, Orban. Orban, I'm going to say this in Arabic, but Orban means so, urban or oblation, something I used in worship. That's offering means something I used in worship. So, candles are oblations. Uh, the book of readings are oblation. Uh, oil oblation, 
oil that used for, for the candles. Uh, wine is oblation. You know, all these are considered oblation. Sacrifice in the Old Testament means shedding of blood, like burnt offering or peace offering. Blood is shed. In the New Testament, Christ shed his blood once for all. So sacrifice in the New Testament means to sacrifice yourself in worship to God. For example, when you forget completely about yourself to praise the Lord, it is a sacrifice of praise. As we say at the conclusion of the uh, hymn through the intercession of Saint Mary, the Mother of God, sacrifice of praise. When you lift up your hands in prayer, here you are sacrificing your body, you know, lifting up your hands. So it's a sacrifice. As the Psalms said, uh, consider lifting of my, ha- my, my hands, evening sacrifice before you. Uh, so sacrifice in, in Greek, Thysia. Thysia means uh, to sacrifice yourself. Uh, that's why in uh, in the response to the litany of the oblation or offering, kefisiyon should be translated our sacrifices, not our offering. And in Arabic, there is difference between offering, sacrifice, and qurban. So just, uh, I, st- yeah, I want to explain this to you. Uh, and as an example, how you study the sacrifices in the book of Revelation, in the book of Leviticus, I will study today with you the first one, which is the burnet offering, and we will compare it with uh, the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus Christ, and also we'll compare it with the divine liturgy. So we can connect these three things together. Now the Lord called to Moses and spoke to him from the tabernacle of meeting, saying, God used to speak to Moses from the tabernacle of meeting, you know from where? From the mercy seat between the two cherubims, the cover of the Ark of Covenant or Ark of Testimony. Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, when any one of you brings an offering to the Lord, you shall bring your offering of the livestock of the herd and of the flock. Just let me tell you, going back to the sacrifice, oblation, and, uh, and uh, offering, I can say every sacrifice is an offering, 
But not every offering is a sacrifice. You understand? Yeah. Offering is a wider circle. Inside it, a narrower circle called Qurban. Inside the Qurban, a narrower circle called sacrifice. So every sacrifice is Qurban, but not every Qurban is a sacrifice. And every Qurban is offering, but not every offering is Qurban and sacrifice. You understand? So here when the Lord spoke, offering, yeah, correct, it's a sacrifice. But every sacrifice is offering, but not the opposite. If he's offering a burned sacrifice, so burned sacrifice means the whole animal will be burned completely, completely, except the skin. And we'll explain why. And I will explain which part of the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ it represents. And he gave him three options, either from herd or from uh, livestock or uh, from flock, and the third option from birds. So here, verse 3, if his offering is a burned sacrifice of the herd, cows, let him offer a meal without blemish. Why meal? This sacrifice, the burnet offering, is completely to satisfy the justice of God. That's why it is burnet completely. The peace offering is about making peace between God and us. And if God is the bridegroom and we are the bride, that's why the peace offering it can be male or female because we are participating. But this concerning God only, that's why it's male only. Male only. Offer a meal without blemish. Of course, without blemish, because it represents the offering of Christ. And he shall offer it of his own free will at the door of the tabernacle of meeting before the Lord. So, he bring the offering at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. He then, then he shall put his hand on the head of the burnt offering and it will be accepted on his behalf to make atonement for him. He shall kill the bull before the Lord. And the priests, Aaron's son, shall bring the blood and sprinkle the blood all around on the altar, that is, by the door of the tabernacle of meeting. And he shall skin the burnt offering and cut it into its pieces. The sons of Aaron, the priest, shall put fire on the altar and lay the wood in order on the fire. Then the priests, Aaron's son, shall lay the parts, the head, and the fat in order on the wood that is on the fire upon the altar. But he shall wash 
its entrails and its legs with water. And the priest shall burn all on the altar as a burned sacrifice, an offering made by fire, a sweet aroma to the Lord. So let's take it step by step. We explained why it is meal. Because it's sweet aroma to the Lord. It's how the Lord Jesus Christ offered himself as a burnet offering. Burnet offering. In verse 3, he shall offer it at the door of the tabernacle of meeting before the Lord. This reminds me with what? Remind me how we choose the lamb where? In the front of the door of the altar. So as the deacons or the priest bring to the celebrant priest the wine and the urban to choose the urban and the wine that's be used in the divine liturgy. Where it is offered? At the door. Why at the door? Because here he will examine the bull and if it is without blemish he will take it to the altar to sacrifice it. In the same way Abuna will examine the bread and wine and he will take the bread and wine that's without blemish to the altar. As the Lord Jesus Christ was examined before Pontius Pilate, the Lord was tried six trial, three religious and three uh, civil trials. And after all this examination, he was found without blemish. Uh, How the examination is done? The examination, you can read it in the book of Acts, when they want to examine Paul, they scourged him. So scourging is uh, a way to examine the person, the accused person, in order to confess whether he is guilty or not. And we differentiate in the suffering of our Lord Jesus Christ between the suffering of uh, examination and the suffering of the cross. While he was on trial, the Lord was examined by 39 whips and the servant slapped him on his face and they put the crown of thorns on his head. So the 41 represent the 39 webs, the slap on the face when he told him, uh, are you speaking to the high priest this way? And the crown of thorns. But the suffering or the pains of the crucifixion are five. Two nails in his hand, 
two nails in his feet and the spear in his side. But the nails of the feet, they put the left foot and they fix it with one nail. Then they put the right above the left and they fix it with another nail. So from outside, you see it as if one nail, but one nail cannot fix the two feet together. And the, when they studied the shroud of our Lord Jesus Christ, they found two holes in the left feet, one hole in the right feet, which means they fixed the left feet foot with one nail, and then they put the right foot on, on top, and they fixed it with another nail. So four nails and this uh, spear. So we have 41 examination, pains or suffering, and five uh, suffering uh, of uh, the, the cross. That's why in the Urbana we have five holes, refers to the four nails and the spear. The Lord was examined by webs. And while we examine the bread and wine, what are we chanting? Chanting, Lord have mercy, 41 times. Because we are examining now. So as he was examined by webs and by the slab and by the crown of thorns, so we are repeating the 41, Kyrielaison, or Lord have mercy, because it's time of the examination. And after we finish the examination, we say the conclusion of the examination. Holy, holy, holy. He is found without blemish. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Who is the sinner? It's us. That's why we say absolve, remit, and forgive our transgression, which we committed knowingly and which we committed unknowingly. So you can see here how they bring the bull to the front of the door, how they brought Jesus Christ before three religious trials and three civil trials, and how they, uh, we bring the bread and wine to the door to be examined. And Pilate, he, the, the final authority, he meant, I examined this man and I found him with no guilt. When they examined the bull and found the bull without blemish, they took the bull to the altar to sacrifice it. That's why when the Lord, when Pilate said, I examined this man and I found no guilt in him, according to the Lord, he said, then crucify him, crucify him, sacrifice him he, without blemish. They did it without understanding, but they were fulfilling the law. He is a lamb without blemish. That's why they said, crucify him, crucify him. Then the person puts his hand, verse 4, on the head of the burnet offering to identify himself with the burnet offering. And it will be accepted on his behalf to make atonement for him. So, we identify ourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ. So when he offered himself as a burnet offering, we also are offered as burnet offering in him because he took our humanity and he made it one with his divinity. So that is 
laying the hand uh, on the head of the uh, burnt offering. Uh, and that's why Abuna, if, if you notice, especially the altar deacon, after he takes uh, the, the bread and enters into the altar, he lays his hand, he carries the, the urbana between his hand like this, and then he lays his hand on it, and he starts to say all the commemorations, all the prayers, while he is laying his hand. Exactly like here, he put his hand on the burnet offering. Uh, so we will be one identified with the Lord Jesus Christ. So in him, the Father will smell this sacrifice as a sweet aroma. He shall kill the bull before the Lord. And the priests, Aaron's son, shall bring the blood and sprinkle it, uh, the blood, all around on the altar. That's by the door of the tabernacle of meeting. So they sacrifice, uh, they kill the bull and took the blood and sprinkled it all over the world, uh, all over the altar, which means all over the world. The blood of our Lord Jesus Christ is enough to uh, forgive all sins for all people in all ages. That is the meaning of sprinkling the blood around the altar. We don't actually now uh, slain the, the, the offering because Jesus was slain once for all. But we have the blood separate from the body. We have the blood in a chalice and the body in the pitin. Why we have them separate? Because he is a sacrifice. His blood was shed. And that's why the Lord, when he gave a communion, he emphasized it on two different actions. Take, eat, this is my body. Take, drink, this is my blood. Because he is a sacrifice. That's why it's not right to mix them together. We do it only in, in very exceptional situation when Abuna goes and give communion to somebody who is sick in his house or in a hospital. But other than this, we don't mix them together because it's a sacrifice. And even St. Paul in 1 Corinthians 11, he said, I handed you what I received from the Lord himself. He took bread and told them, take, eat, this is my body. He took blood, the wine, and told them, take, drink, this is my blood. So these, these two different actions, separate from each other, we cannot actually mix them together. Uh, then he shall skin the burnet offering and cut it into peace. You know, in the, Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, they took his garment off. And here they skin it. 
Why? Do you remember Adam when he sinned? God made tunic of skin to cover him. And from where he got the skin? Because he offered a burnt offering sacrifice. So the skin that was taken from sacrifice was made skin, a tunic of skin to cover Adam. In the same way, in the same way, God covers our nakedness by his righteousness. So now we are covered in Christ, covered by his grace. That's why they don't burn the skin, because the skin covered Adam. So here when we partake of his body and his blood, we are covered by his grace. Then, uh, cut it into pieces, and the sons of Aaron shall put fire on altar and lay the wood in order on the fire. What are the pieces? He spoke about four pieces here. Then the priest, Aaron's son, shall lay the parts, the head, the first piece, the fat in order on the wood, second piece, uh, then wash the entrails and its legs with water. And the priest shall burn all uh, on the altar as a burnt sacrifice and offering made by fire, a sweet aroma to the Lord. So we have the head, we have the fat, and we have the entrails and the legs and the rest of the sacrifice, and we have the blood that was sprinkled all around. These four parts are very important. Why? The head represents the mind or the thoughts. The blood represents the soul because the soul of the animal in his blood. The fat represents the energy, uh, the mind, because when the fat is burned, it turns into energy. And the rest of the parts have the heart and the heart is the most important part of the, the, the rest of the body. So here we have the heart, the, the brain, the blood, the soul, and the fat burned completely to please God. Do you remember when the Lord said, Love the Lord your God from all your thoughts, that's the head, from all your heart, from all your soul, that's the blood, and from all your power or might, that's the fat. So here, uh, when these parts are burned completely, as if a person is burned with fire completely, 
So my heart completely uh, love God. I love him with all my thoughts. I love him with all my mind. I love him with all my uh, soul. Then he repeated the same thing about if it is taken from the sheep or goats, the same uh, steps, and from the, the bird, the same steps. Uh, so I want just to explain to you how what happened on uh, the sacrifices, exactly what happened on the cross, exactly what happened in the divine liturgy. Uh, last point I want just to mention here. You know, uh, during the circuit of, of incense, when Abuna encircled the church with incense, at this time we should actually uh, ask God to forgive us our sins. So as if Abuna is collecting our sins in the censor. That's why when he goes back to the altar, he prays, O oh God who accepted the confession of the thief on the cross, accept the confession and repentance of your people. We say that the censor represents St. Mary and the aroma represents Jesus. And Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes the sins of the whole world. So if the aroma represents Jesus, then Abuna is taking the sins of the people and put it above the incense, above Jesus Christ, because he is the Lamb of God who carries the sins of the world. And then before the institution narrative, Abuna takes the incense and put it on the bread and wine. This incense carries what? The sins of the people. So Abuna takes the sins of the people and put it on the bread and wine. So as Jesus carried our sins, here he actually, upon him, was laid all the sins under the transgression of the people. It is how they put the hand on the head of the uh, offering, and then the sins actually is transferred or, or become identified with the sacrifice from the person who is confessing his sins to the sacrifice. I hope in, in, in this simple يعني, introduction to the sacrifices, when you read the book of Leviticus, don't just feel it is boring and you don't understand it. Actually, it's beautiful, especially if you try to uh, connect it and compare it with the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus Christ and also with the divine liturgy. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.